Hello exam seekers, I'm Patty and today I bring some new content for you. Today the topic is A2 key reading part 2 multiple matching. For those who are not familiar with this blog, know that I write content related to English exams and certifications. I have written mainly about the Cambridge English exams Although the focus of the blog is to share content related to all English exams. So if there is any exam you want me to cover, please go to the blog at examseekers.wordpress.com and comment in the comment section. As for the past few weeks, I've been uploading content related to the Cambridge English YLE Young Learners exams and the main suite. Make sure you know your level of English and check them out. As for today, let's keep on talking about the Cambridge English A2 key, former CAT. The Cambridge A2 key reading and writing is divided into seven parts. Part 1, multiple choice. Part 2, multiple matching. Part 3, multiple choice. Part 4, multiple choice close. Part 5, open close. Part 6, Guided Writing. Part 7, Picture Story. I've already covered Part 1, Multiple Choice. Today, I'm talking about Part 2, Multiple Matching. This part of the exam consists of seven questions and three short texts on the same topic. Candidates should read the questions and the texts, then match them. Each correct answer will provide you with one mark. So, in the blog, there is a sample. In the sample, there are three people who wrote some information about them in their blogs. The questions provided relate to these three texts, and candidates have to check if the questions refer to Tasha's, Dennis, or Chris's texts. There are several ways to conduct this task, but I think that the best and the fastest way is to read one of the texts, underline the relevant aspects, then check the questions. So, let's start with Tasha's texts, okay? Last year, I wrote for my college magazine, which I found really difficult, but I don't think it's hard to write a good blog. Mine is about things from daily life that make me laugh. My older brother also has a blog, but we are writing about different subjects. We don't discuss what we're planning, but we read each other's blogs sometimes. I like giving advice to people who write in asking for it. It's good to know I've helped. Well, I can take some things from this excerpt. She thinks writing a good blog is easy, but last year she wrote for the college magazine and it was difficult. She writes about daily stuff that makes her laugh and she likes giving advice to people. She has a brother who also writes a blog. They don't discuss their plans, but they read each other's texts sometimes. Now, let's read the questions. 1. Who writes both a magazine and a blog? 
Well, Tasha said she wrote to a magazine last year. She didn't say she does it regularly, so this question is not about her. Two, who says that studying and writing a blog at the same time can be hard? Well, Tasha didn't say anything about studying, so not her. Three, who answers questions from other people who read her blog? Oh, that's Tasha. She says that she likes to give advice to people who write for her. So this question connects to her text. Four, who plans to stop writing her blog soon? Tasha didn't mention anything about that, so not hers. Five, who didn't have many people reading her blog in the beginning? Well, Tasha also didn't mention anything about that, so that's not her text. Six, who asks a member of her family to help her write her blog? Well, Tasha didn't say anything about that. She only said that her brother also writes a blog, but they don't discuss what they write about. And seven, who says writing a blog is easier than some other types of writing? Well, Tasha doesn't say it clearly, but she mentions that she wrote for a magazine, which was hard, and that she doesn't think it's hard to write blog posts. So, you can say that this question refers to her text, right? As you can see, from seven questions, only two refer to Tasha's text. And this is okay. You don't need to have an even number of questions for each excerpt especially because seven is an odd number, right? <laughs> also, only one of the questions was clear that it referred to Tasha's text. The other was a bit confusing. This can also happen with many questions. My suggestion is, first, read the text and underline essential aspects. Second, go to the questions and match to the text. Third, if some questions are confusing, leave them for later. Fourth, read, underline, and match the other two texts with the questions. And fifth, only after that, come back to the confusing question and answer it. By following these steps, I think you will be able to do this part of the exam faster, which is vital for a timed exam. Besides not wasting time with this test, you will do it with more patience and confidence. So now, it's your turn to try. Read the other two texts and try and match them to the questions. Since I helped you with one of them, the other two will be a piece of cake. <laughs> the answer key is at the blog. Don't forget to check it, okay? One last thing. If you are having problems with this test, or if you found it easy, comment in the comment section in the blog so that I can help you, or send me an audio, okay? You can always buy the A2 key books with practice tests to help you. I left the link at the blog too. Oh, just one thing. Before I finish this episode, I will read for you the questions and the texts of this part two of the exam so that you have a chance to try it, okay? So here are the questions. One, 
Who writes both a magazine and a blog? Two, who says that studying and writing a blog at the same time can be hard? Three, who answers questions from other people who read her blog? Four, who plans to stop writing her blog soon? Five, who didn't have many people reading her blog in the beginning? Six, who asks a member of her family to help her? Seven, who says writing a blog is easier than some other types of writing? Now listen to the texts. Tasha, last year, I wrote for my college magazine, which I found really difficult, but I don't think it's hard to write a good blog. Mine is about things from daily life that make me laugh. My older brother also has a blog, but we're writing about different subjects. We don't discuss what we're planning, but we read each other's blogs sometimes. I like giving advice to people who write in asking for it. It's good to know that I've helped. Danny, I started writing my popular film blog because I love movies. I like it when readers send me articles by email about a film they've seen. And I put these on my blog for everyone to read. I'm still at college, so I'm careful about spending too long on my blog, which is difficult as writing well takes time. I don't think I'll write it for much longer. I'm busy and it's time to do something new. Chrissy, I began writing on a school magazine. I stopped after a few years, but I missed it. So I started my own. I'm still writing it now. The blog's new for me and I write about daily life. I get ideas from friends or my sister when I can't decide what to write about. We always think of something interesting, sad or serious. At first, almost nobody visited my site, but now more do. I've had some lovely comments. Well, everybody, these three are the texts and you have the questions. So you can go back and forth in the audio for you to try and answer it, okay? If you want, you can also go to the blog and check it. Remember, examseekers.wordpress.com. I'll be very happy to see you there, okie dokie. So that's it for today. Please share this episode with others and follow the blog on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening to me and see you next time. Bye-bye.